God for this evening, um, thanking everybody who's tuning in and who has pressed their way to be here this evening, amen. So we most definitely want to kick this thing off with prayer so we can dive right into it, amen. Amen. Let us pray. Most gracious and eternal Father, we just want to take this moment to say thank you. Father God, we just want to bless you and give you all of the glory, the honor, and the praise. For Father, there is absolutely none that's like you, O oh God. The ability and authority that you've given us, oh God, we're asking for forgiveness for not completely operating in it, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that your spirit will inhabit this study on tonight and that your spirit will have his way. We submit and surrender right now to your complete authority, your complete control in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless you, and it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 Come on, y'all. We can be seated. We can be seated. Amen. We can be seated as we get ready to get started this evening for the Kingdom Hour Show, man. Uh, we want to welcome you back once again to everybody that's tuned in with us. Amen. Um, we just want to continue on and what we've been continuing on in. Amen. Uh, but before we do that, we want to send huge shout-outs to our sponsors and supporters. Amen. This Mamie Sweet Treats, uh, All Creek Construction, Destiny Shine Records, of course, Kingdom Life Central. Amen. We thank everybody, every citizen of the kingdom who's rocking and supporting and pressing. Amen. Uh, so we most definitely want to go ahead and get this thing started. Amen. So, so, so real quick, real quick, real quick. Who in here knows what we've been talking about for like the last month? What do we got? Spiritual growth. Spiritual growth. Spiritual growth. Spiritual development. Amen. How many of us have, can actually see a difference? Amen. Amen. I'm mean, being serious. How many of us can see? Anybody want to give us an example of what difference they are beginning to see in their own life, their personal life? Well, just just in general, as far as uh, conversation-wise, uh, mm -hmm. not being so quick to, to be angered on certain issues that certain issues that you can't really control because you're, you're realizing now you're dealing with spirits instead of that actual person. Amen. So, Amen. So knowing how to how to operate. Uh -huh. what to do in different situations. Amen. So spiritual growth and spiritual development is actually teaching you tolerance, yeah. which is also equated with mercy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mercy. Anybody else? Would you want to share? Come on, come on, man. We're going to be talking to each other tonight anyway, so we might as well get started right now, right? Come on, come on. It's all the perception. We get to worry about what could happen. Not what happened or what's happening, but what could happen, right? What could happen. Man, nah, that ain't what's up. Anybody else before we go a little bit farther? Anybody else spiritual growth? Any, any changes? Any? I, I would say for me, uh, as, as, it's not 
more so, like she's a beginner. Mm-hmm. You have, I guess you have beginners uh, advanced and, you know, being uh, being real with with her, you know, as you, your walk, you know, and not uh, because you can you can damage them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you trying to encourage them or trying to give them encouraging words, or they looking at, at at you, you know, saying for instance, you we looking at you, mm-hmm. your characteristics, the things that you do, you know, if if we see something that is isn't right, that might you know back us up or like. Nah, I don't want to go that way because this is the way I'm trying to go and I'm trying to go with God. Uh, I guess more so... Not follow the man, but follow the spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be misled. Some, somewhat like that, but, you know, I guess the characteristics, you see the characteristics, but, you know, sometimes us as humans... <clears throat> We look at at the person mm-hmm. and instead of maybe the spirit. Yeah. But you said one thing. You said we look at when they're supposed to just look at individuals. Well, I'm saying yeah. you what individuals. Yeah, not yeah. Saying, but, not saying. Got, but, but he asked you, he said, what's changing you as far as spiritual growth? You're only speaking about yourself. Well, so yeah. what, have, what have you done? Well, that, that's what I've, I've been doing uh, is being cautious, you know, and if somebody... Uh, looking at me or looking at my walk, uh, my walk is speaking for itself, speaking speaking for the developmental because I know for myself, the old try to sometimes rise up on situations, but I deny continually killing my uh, flesh and continually uh, maybe looking at the spirit that I'm dealing with. And more so of the presentation uh, because yeah, the presentation. a lot of times with believers, you can say one thing with your mouth, but then your actions do something completely different. And that alone throws a person who maybe is who's maybe trying for a whole loop because, hey man, I was watching you. I was watching you. Not to put you on a pedestal and nothing like that, but bro, I knew that if could nobody get it right, you could get it right. And so I was watching you. And so for a lot of times for the believer, we tend to like, man, we get selfish. We get selfish. We get selfish, you know. And then also we have to keep in keep in mind too that sometimes when a person gets to slipping, dipping, and tripping, they begin to fault finding other people to validate they slip, dip, and trip. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I know I ain't the only one out here messing up. I can't be but nah, bro. This ain't even about nobody else. This is all about you. Because as we begin to grow up, we begin to understand, we begin to interpret things differently. We begin to eat differently. So, okay, as when you was a kid, when it was time to eat, you hurry up and get to the table and bam, elbows right on the table. You know what I'm saying? You reaching over people, grabbing rolls and everything, you know. But as you begin to develop, as someone begins to cultivate and groom you, you begin to have etiquette. You begin to see, see understand that, okay, now, nah, man, my your elbows don't belong on the table. You know, this is a, a fork for a salad. This is a dinner fork. You see what I'm saying? You have to understand that, okay, you work your way in. It's, a, it's, it's, it's different things. And so as we begin to develop, and I also wanted to kill that notion too, because get this up, get this up. She far from a beginner. She got so much in her. It'll, it'll blow you. If she, if she come up here, wait a minute. If she come up here and get to speaking, just off the strength of what has been deposited in her, 
Y'all will say, man, who was that talking? Especially because of her demeanor, her quietness. She got so much in her man. But what happens a lot of times with what's in her is the enemy muzzles her mouth. And you know why a lot of times the enemy muzzles our mouth and how he's able to do that? When we know that our lifestyle isn't necessarily lining up with what I know. You see what I'm saying? But how many of you know that when you know that you, okay, let's be honest. When you know that you're doing right, how, 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 how hard do you stand on that? No, okay, let's, okay. Say you're in a relationship. Say you're in a relationship. And you're not cheating, but the other one cheating. And so they're trying to accuse you of cheating because they cheat, but you know you're not cheating. How hard do you stand on the back of what you know? Like, man, look, I'm not tripping off you. I know I ain't doing nothing. Y'all see what I'm saying? Okay, so we're going a little bit further tonight. And so Sunday, we had an assignment Sunday. And Sunday was, man, because we get the word. We get the word. We get the principles of the word. We get, we get all of that. But we understand that, okay, sometimes we don't even know how to apply the word to our right now situations. And our right now situations, ooh, knock us down again. How we know it's tired of getting knocked down? For real. For real. Getting tired of having to get. How many of y'all get tired of having to say, Lord, I'm sorry? Nobody get, get, get tired of having to say, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm forgive me. God, I'm repent. When I got saved, bro, I used to get tired of having to repent. For real. And you know what I was getting tired of repenting for? The same stuff. If I'm gonna repent, if I'm gonna repent, I'm gonna repent over something different. I'm not gonna keep repenting over the same thing. So that's why I gotta stop doing the same thing, right? And so Sunday we wrote down says, oh, oh, we we wanted to identify in each of our own lives what is that thing that's hindering you? Now who who ain't ready? Who ain't ready? So we get in this word, and we wanna go into the word and identify what's hindering you. Come on. Well, the one thing that that was hindering me the most was just the fear of losing my wife. Okay. That was that, that was the only thing. Everything yeah. else, you know, I know that uh, it takes time and this and that, but that was guess I guess because of all the situation and what she's been through, you know, and when you've been there for everything that actually happened and you've been the only one there to actually see her go through certain things, then it makes you kinda, you know, weird and you know, uh you don't wanna never see a person suffer. Yeah. You know, uh see they, they you know, they uh they life kind of, you know, uh, kind of decrease, you know, mm -hmm. what they used to do. Mm -hmm. And you know what they can do on it, but they choose something else totally different because they haven't got to that point yet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're doing all your praying and you're doing all your fasting and it seems like everything that you're doing, but it's almost like, you know, when would this person get it? Because it's actually them who's going through it, but because you connected to them, you don't want to see that person hurt. So, mm. Do everything that you can, and there's just that fear of just, man, what if I wake up one day and, you know, and all of a sudden she's not breathing? Mm -hmm. you know? Amen. So fear, fear hinders you a lot of times. Fear of being fearful of your, your significant other. Okay, of, of the other. So, 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 in what areas does that hinder you uh, spiritually? I mean, in what areas? I mean, we have it, but at the same time, you have that fear, but yet you still manage to get up and go to work and. You still manage to go handle your business. You still manage to encourage somebody else. So we understand that, okay, that that that, that is fear. How I many of us know that fear is real? Right? Fear and faith is real. And every time it's, it's an opportunity for you to operate in faith, guess what shows up? Fear. 
So now you have to make a what? A decision, a choice. Am I going to operate in faith or am I going to operate in fear? And so get this up. So what, what comes to mind when you say fear hinders me? What, what, what must you remind yourself of? Well, always the word. Okay, what part of it?
Even with what I'm listening to. Have y'all, have y'all, I don't know about, I don't know if this has ever happened to y'all or if it's been happening to y'all lately. Has anybody been convicted of, anybody been convicted of, is anybody being convicted of what they've been listening to? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Well, it's not it's not personally TV, it's mm -hmm. just people. Right. That, that that you've been around, that you work with, you know, or even people that you, you know, you're trying to say, hey, man, you know, come to the church. And once you get to talking to them, it's almost like, okay, some of the stuff that people might say is like, come on now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's hard for people to really want to hear the truth. Mm -hmm. But they say, you my, you my friend, you shouldn't lie to me. Mm -hmm. So if I'm telling you the truth, why is it so hard for you to hear when you know it's the truth, but you get mad because I'm telling you something that you asked me about. That's Is that true? true. Go ahead. It's conviction. It's conviction. Conviction. Because the thing about it is, in order for you to get to that point where you're able to judge them, mm -hmm. there had to be a bond form. Yeah. Some kind of exactly. Way. And the closer that you are to a person, you know what I mean, if they tell you or they point out, you know what I'm saying, your faults and your wrongdoings or vice versa, you know what I mean, yeah. they have this, this, this a tendency it hurts when it comes from the folks that you love and you care about. Mm -hmm. You understand know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Versus somebody who you don't know, you know, you just, okay, you know what, we'll yeah, throw that all the way. But I was always talking, my grandma to tell me, you know, everybody can't tell you the same lie. You know I mean? And if everybody's telling you the same thing, you know what I mean, it's time for you to start taking heed yeah. to that. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So when it comes from the person that you love, you know, it hurts. You know what I mean? That's why you get mad already. Yeah. You already really want to fight, you know what I mean? Or gone, or you want to get cussed out, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Both ways. You know what I mean? Right. But just understanding that after you finish having your little temper tantrum, because we all have our little temper tantrum, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, once, once you get that done and you go on the second, you come into the moment of acceptance and be mm -hmm. like, you know what, you show, right? You just look over everything. Yeah. And then you start going through and applying the scriptures, you know what I'm saying, to try to capitalize. You know, especially if you love them, though, too. You know right, you right, right, right. You, if you change, not necessarily for, for you, but for the people who love you, though, as well. You know yeah, I mean? They benefit. They Other people benefit from your change. You are making life more pleasant for those. I was thinking today, man, you know, man, you know, this is my mom and dad got a lot of us. My mom and dad got a lot of us, right? There's <laughs> a whole bunch of us, right? And I was thinking today, you know, how, you know how some parents say that they don't have any favorites with their children? I think that's a lie. I think that's a lie. As, as a parent, for real, because I think the parent favors the child that gives them the least trouble. Well, you know, it's, I, know it's favorite. I think I think it's more of some children of, need, of, more. Uh, need more attention yeah, than other because you might sit back and say, okay, well, my first three ain't got no problem with going to school, you know, getting up. <laughs> they get up, they already dressed. And the other ones, you got to go in there, almost beat them to death to, to get them up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Why you ain't up? You know, you, you see your So y'all telling me, y'all telling me that the, 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 the one who caused the most workers is the favorite? Not necessarily. They might seem like the favorite because I have to tend to them more than I tend to the one that's more independent. Okay. I have toddlers. Amen. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, I'm speaking on my own behalf because I'm the oldest and I know why my parents favorite. Like, I know. Okay. Scratch the bit. I know, and I don't need none of them on my timeline with that buffoonery. I know. Now let me get back to this word. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. So I get it. So different childs need different things, and it seems as if you know what I'm saying. But 
I mean, if the other one not tripping, like, yo, baby, you, 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 you look special. That's my mom. I always be with you and it's all in me. <laughs> but anyway, man, tonight, y'all, we, we simply just talking about some of the things that's in there. So, so Pastor Gwen say that um, fear, fear sometimes trying to hinder him, amen. But what does the word of God say about fear? The word of God says that, look here, I have not given you the spirit of fear. He says perfect love casts out fear. And he says that we walk by what? Faith and not by sight. See, these are some of the things. And it may sound like it's fundamental. In fact, they are fundamental. But these are some of the things that has to begin to resurface. The word has to begin to resurface in your daily situations. When you get aggravated, you got to understand that, okay, God, this spirit is not of you. So if I got to call a whole time out, coach, well, what's, what's wrong? Look, bro, I'm, I'm not I'm not in the right head space. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're in a situation where you can't call a time out, you can still be productive while in time out, if that makes sense, right? You can still be moving while you're in time out. You, you, while you're in a suspended state. But you have to know you and you got to get you together before anybody else can get you together. You see what I'm saying? So we have to begin to grow up. And remember, I told you guys, commitment plus consistency equals the change that we're looking for. So if I can, so you mean to tell me that if I keep being consistent, if I keep being committed to the things of God, to the word of God, come on, y'all, man. Everybody in here is going to be up here one day ministering and preaching and teaching the word. Everybody in here. You too. Everybody in here. I don't like in this season of my life, I don't feel like nothing is hindering me because of me uh, walking in his shoes of what I seen my mom has. So that make me, but it, not even before that, mm -hmm. um, seeing a child that you can't help, you can't do nothing with, you can't but do nothing but fight on your knees and talk to God and pray to God and look in that mirror and look at some reflections of turning you around. It make you go harder. It make nothing uh, let you let nothing interfere or hinders you with your walk Amen. with God because it's special. You know, it's like getting married. It's a special day because when you say I do, it, it's a commitment. It's a consistency. You know, it, it's like a scale being balanced. You know? Absolutely. You ain't gonna have always have good days, mm -hmm. but press. Yep. Press and push forward and continuously pray and, and, and watch. But in Absolutely. reality, in reality, you you have to know that you got to let go because mm -hmm. that one day is going to occur. Amen. So you have to start preparing self, you amen. know. Preparation is the key. Preparation is the key to walking your purpose, amen. So sis say at this point in this stage in her life, she don't have anything hindering her, amen. And she says she don't have anything hindering her because of her press and her perseverance, amen. Her ability to push through the empowerment of the spirit of God to help her push through. Come on, sister, say what you got, what you got, what's that thing that's hindering you? Come on with it. Worry. 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 Let's, let's deal with one at a time. Worry, worry. What does the scripture say about worry? The scriptures say, worry, worry, worry not. He say, he say, don't worry about what tomorrow holds. He say, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry. Don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. He say, look here, you just get through today. And can I help you with that? Not just get through to that today. Get through to the next five minutes. And once you come to the five minutes, 
Look at the other five minutes. And if the other five minutes is a little bit too much, go back to four minutes. If you need to go back to three minutes. If I need to stay in my last five minutes where I had the victory five minutes longer. Till I get enough strength. So worry. Why, why do we worry? Worry. You know why we worry? We worry because of fear. We worry because of fear. The word of God says this here. The word of God says worry not about tomorrow because tomorrow, the scripture says, tomorrow has enough trouble in it for itself. So the, the, the word of God says, look here, man, something going to pop off tomorrow and the day after and the day after, man. I was on a project just today, man, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm sick of looking at this. But I had to come back and say, okay, man, it ain't going to get done. If he just, I'm just sick of it. It ain't going to get done. If he just declare, I'm standing here declaring I'm tired of this. It ain't going to get done. It got to be done. So you might as well get untied and get it done. So worry, 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 worry. We come against that spirit of worry right now because that's not of God. And so and how do I combat worry? I, how do I combat worry? This is how you combat worry. You want to write it down, write it down. You know what I'm saying? We, we ain't in the streets because, you know, in the streets, the game is to be sold and not told. You feel me? But I'm about to give you the game for the free. Amen. <laughs> free 99. Amen. This is how you come against worry. You have to attack it in the act. Now, problem? What you mean? Drake, what that means to attack it in the act? Get on it while it's going on. You have to attack it in the act. So, when you are conscious that, okay, man, I'm worried. I'm worried. You know what I'm saying? Worry come at me too. Worry come at me too. Worry sometimes put its hand on me. And I literally have to say, wait a minute. God, what's up? Like, Jay, you worrying. That's what's up. This is how you do deal with worry. When you find yourself aware that you will begin to worry, you begin to declare, I bind this thought in the name of Jesus. I bind this in the name of Jesus. I don't love y'all, but my camera man, but I don't want to do it. And so, like, I'll do it, but then I'll pray, but I get already worried, so then I'm going to feel. See, we're going to kill that, but, you know, like, I do it, but, nah, nah, look, keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing it. If you done lost the battle, look, I done worried so much, I don't even know why I'm over here messing with God. You know what I'm saying? Praying on it. I done already stressed myself out about it. You know what? God, forgive me. Forgive me. And guess what? You go right back to that thing that was causing you to worry. And you begin to call that thing, whatever is causing you to worry, you begin to call that thing out by name. And you begin to talk to that thing. I know it's going to sound like you're going crazy, amen. But look here, you begin to call that thing out by whatever it is that's causing you to worry. If lack is causing you to worry, if fearfulness is causing you to worry, we're going to begin to grow up. You see what I'm saying? Whatever it is, you have to identify whatever it is that's causing you to feel how you feel. Why are you feeling how you feeling? Do you understand what would be on the radio right today if people use this concept of dealing with what's making you feel how you feel? It wouldn't be nothing on the radio because everything on the radio is coming from their feelings. Everything. What the, what the, the baby in Broadway got some rich off of pain. 
consegue mandar na lista de seleção, vai sair no pós, né? Pós, não tem a rosa? Y'all made me rich. Listening to my pain. So now, let's go a little bit deeper. Let's go a little bit deeper. Because if they are getting rich off of their pain, what are they doing? They are writing their pain. Oh, my God, don't miss this. They are writing their pain down. Once they write their pain down, they go behind a microphone and they spew all of their pain. And you know what happens after they spew all of their pain? Whatever they are feeling transfers to the listener, which resonates within your mind when you hear it. And you may not even be going through nothing, but when you hear what they have to say, you will remind yourself of the time when you was going through something. Now you relive the pain. That's what I'm saying? You got whatever it is that's hindering you, you got to begin to attack that thing. Pastor Boyd just did a whole message on fighting. One thing that I love what he said in that message was he said, you got to get faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. So the more you engage and the more you eat the word, the word of God said, don't worry about what you're going to say when trouble times come up, when, when, when greater people come. He said, don't worry about what you're going to say because in that time. So what I'm saying is, consider, don't worry about how you going to get the scripture out of you if you just put it in you. When worry comes, the spirit will begin to the spirit of God will begin to speak through you on your behalf. I'm, I'm not look, look how they say I can't make this up. I'm, I'm telling you the truth, and so and I'm, I'm gonna come to This is how you deal with that worry, because she had a couple of more. This is how you deal with that worry. One, one, one. You got one, one. Attack it when it's happening. Stop running from it. Yeah, that's that's actually a form of release. That's actually a form of release. Matter of fact, um, um, what's that girl name? What's her name? Andrea Gates, Kevin Gates' wife. She had a hold of real, and she said, she's like, look, bro, whatever you're going through, man, take some time and write that down. Write everything that you're going through. Write it down. Write it down. Write it on a piece of everything that's causing you to feel a, a deep concern. He said, she's like, write that stuff down on a piece of paper. Get it all up out of you, and then she's like, take that paper and set it on fire. Did y'all not know that that's a form of purging? That's a form of purging. Go ahead, go ahead. I, did, okay, did you get that one? So what are we going to do with worry? Mm, so soon as it get on my neck now, nah, bro, what, what, Okay, 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 this is what I'm worried about. God, I believe in you, but that's that but. That's that but. God, I believe in you, but kill that but. Attack it and act. What's the next one? Then we come with Pastor Boy. Patience. 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 Let me give you some advice from a goat. <laughs> oh, Do not pray and ask for her uh, patience. You know what? You know how you get patience? You, somebody tell her. You know how you get patience? Let me find it right quick. Patience. If you ask for patience, situations are going to be birthed because patience has to be produced in you. So while you're asking for patience, okay, let's just say I'm coming off the bellway. I'm coming off the off of I-10, getting ready to hit 610 through the gallow, right? 
know what I'm saying? On I-10, I'm, I'm probably, I'm flowing. I'm saying, oh, God, thank you, God. God, just please continue to bless me with patience. As soon as you hit that 16, it'll Traffic. Traffic. From 59 to I-10. Bro, and you can't exit because the feet are worse than the highway. And you got to use the restroom. Bruh, do not ask for patience. Be, look, you have to work through that thing. Work through that thing. Let me, y'all want me to tell you how I handle attacks when they come my way? Hey, bruh, okay. Y'all, y'all might think this is a lie, no joke. I look at the attack. I see who it's coming from. I see what spirit I'm dealing with. Then I move accordingly. I have to make sure that I'm fighting with the word of God and not fighting with my word. Y'all know how to put them four and five letter words. I ain't even gonna ask how many people in here still put them four and five letter words together to make boys raise the ball for them. I ain't even gonna ask. But we gotta stop using our words and begin to use his word. So patience, patience, patience. Patience is something that has to be produced in us. So therefore, as I begin to go through the motions, as I, you know how, you know how, you know what I started to do when it was dealing with patients and stuff. Like when I used to have to go to meetings and I used to have to go to doctors' appointments and stuff. I would start bringing books and stuff with me. Well, I really start bringing my tablet with me. And you know what happened? I said, I, I prepare myself for the wait. I prepare myself for the wait. And I get in there, boy, I be in there trying to check emails and send emails out. And, and guess what happened? As soon as I get into my email, Mr. Dabney. <laughs> now, if I wanted to bring something to occupy my time, I would have been sitting here going for that. Patience, worry, worry, attack that in the act. Patience, with patience is something that has to be developed. If you ask God to teach you how to love, he going to send you some unlovable people. Mm, Jesus. Man, I see why they hate you. <laughs> Man, my God, bro, just go home. Pastor, we got Bible study. I ain't no Bible study tonight, right? <laughs> uh-uh. Y'all better not sit down. <laughs> Whatever you asking God for, it has to come to the whatever you need, it has to be developed in us. Jesus learned obedience how? By the things that he suffered. Come on, Pastor Glenn. Um, do you remember? I don't know if you were here that Sunday when I preached, but there was a part when I was hitting the mats. And when I was hitting them, there was pieces coming out the gloves. You know, and God was just showing me and saying, you know, here it is. You're knocking off stuff as you're going through stuff. But what happens, we go back and pick up the pieces that we have knocked out. So that's what he was explaining to you, you know, when you're worrying about stuff. Because God was showing me, even as he was saying it, you know, it's like, what you worry and me with fear, that can kill us. Because we, we, we got to, you know, just stress alone. You know, waking up in the middle of the night, can't get no sleep because you want to don't look like she's breathing, you know. Hey, you all right? Now you done woke up. You scared now. You can't go back to sleep like you want to. You got to get right back up from work. So you still got to press your way. It's not saying to ignore certain things, but just realize that things going to happen. But in the midst of it happening, don't go back and pick up the pieces. Amen. Amen. I want you to write this down for patience. 
I want you to write this down. Proverbs 14 and 29. Let me know what you have. Proverbs 14 and 29. Let me know what you read for the next one. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 5. Let me know when you're ready for the next one. Mm -hmm. 13, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 5. Um, the next one is Romans 12 and 12. The next one is Ephesians 4 and 2. And then I want you to write this one down, and I want you to read it to on this one. Romans 8 and 25. Hey Amen. This one, it's a lot more, but I want you to chew on those, amen. In your, in, your, in your spare time, in your downtime, I want you to just randomly grab one of those, and I need you to put that in your spirit. I need you to put that in. How you say it, right? Let that sizzle in your spirit. Need that to sizzle, like the sizzle. Is the sizzle still around? No. Oh, okay. Thank God it's rocking. Amen. Amen. Okay, say, let me know when you finish that. And so we, we, we attack that fear, we attack that worry, we attack that patience. Patience is a virtue that many people do not possess. And it ain't nothing worse than seeing an impatient performed Christian. Bro, give me another one of those mics, man, from back there. Nothing worse than you got that? What was the what was the third one? Time management. You know what time management is? You know what that is? Remember, you would say that Sunday, you would say that Sunday when I preached and told you what God requires of us, our assignment. Our what's our assignment in the world? In the land. Thank you, sir. What's our assignment in the land? You know it. Come on. To produce, there's some one before you on manage, multiply, and manage. You have to produce, you have to multiply your production, and then you have to manage, which also makes steward. So, time management means you have to steward your time. How do I steward my time? This is called prioritizing. Are you prioritizing? How many of us then went online and you went to check your emails, but then you had a slow move with the email coming through and you said, let me just jump on Facebook right quick. And fooled around and got stuck. Uh-huh. On the book. God, I was supposed to be doing this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking because it happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it happens, right? But time management. A lot of us manage our time badly. And time is the most important commodity that we have. Uh, wasted five minutes, bro, it can, it can be very detrimental. Seriously, bro. Uh, 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 holding a conversation with a person too long. You could have been a witness to somebody and you done, you have hooked them, but you giving them extra three words. They came off the hook. So that means you have to be tuned in. So how do I manage my time better? 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 What's my time to schedule? Scheduling, but sometimes we we break the schedule. We break the schedule. How do I how do you manage your time? 
Talk, man. Huh? Let me tell y'all something about this here, man. How many people here have dreams and ambitions? There's some things that you want to do, right? Okay, but your dream and your ambition don't pay bills. <laughs> That's crazy, right? So that means you have to do something to supplement. But what I'm saying is, when you do something, it's a job. When you get a job, you have to work that. But do you give up on your dreams and your ambition? No. You, you work this, and you got to go work this shit, too. You know what I'm saying? So if I go to work from 9 to 5, and then from 5 to 9, I'm over here on my own thing, I got a 24-hour grind in my mind. But what I'm saying is time management is something that we, especially we as a, as a, as a, as a people, <laughs> we got to get better at that time. You don't want to waste your time, man. And you know, man, we always late to everything. Not everybody, not everybody, but the typical person is late for everything, huh? Amen, amen. You know what I've learned, man? I hate being late to anything. If I'm going to be late, I about won't even go. I about won't even go, you know what I'm saying? I hate being late to anything. And my wife's like, man, why are you up, man? I'll get somewhere and be there 30 minutes to an hour early. Dre used to hate it when he was a kid, man. Why are we here so early? I don't want to be late. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. Being on time is being late. To be before time is to be early. To be before time is to be early. You get up and you go to work early. A lot of people go to work late and wonder why they got fired. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I was just out there, man. I showed up at 10 05. Your time schedule is 10 o'clock. But if I show up at 9 55, you ain't going to want me to clock in at 9 55. She's going to ride that car. <laughs> we got a time management, man. So what we watching on TV, you know, man, it's sad because you know what? The, a lot of people, man, the average person, man, they get up, they go to work, they work, they get off, they go home, they eat, they watch TV, they go to sleep. They get up, they go to work, they work, they get off, they go home, they eat. They watch TV, they go to sleep. They get up every single day. <laughs> hey, brother. I was pulling. Hey, brother. I was pulling on that thing. was understood. Don't need to be explained. You feel me? But I hope they take it down. Man, I'm gonna rock with my sister tonight, man. Y'all don't smoke so bad. He over here, eyes buggy. Boy, it's so bad. So, wait, talk to him. He's that toothbrush out. But what I'm saying is, that's the cycle of life for a lot of people. Don't let that be your cycle. Don't let that be your cycle, man. Do something else, man. Time management. Turn that TV off. Real book. Read a book. I mean, that was like reading. It depends on what I'm reading. Yeah. I'm in some textbooks right now, bro. I hate them. And I was, I was at the desk talking to the Lord, bro. I said, Lord, how come, how come this couldn't be biblically based? But some of that knowledge, man, some of that knowledge I ain't even going to use. You know what? He might one day. He might have to use it. You know? He might have to use it. 
might have to execute uh, menaces to somebody. You might think back all oh, these books, you know. Thank you. You know, you know one of the things that I know is I know is that when you call somebody and when y'all talk, especially when y'all both loving God and you love mm -hmm. the Word of God, it helps to. It, it's, it's almost like counseling one another. Yeah. Because when you don't when you don't talk to nobody, I don't want to bother this person. They already going through something. Sometimes they need to be able to, to talk to you so that really? the stuff that they that they are going through can help them because as they minister to you, they're actually ministering to themselves. So you have to get to a point to start calling somebody that you're close to that's you know that's like minded or close to being like minded like you. But if you call somebody that's tripping, you know, you're gonna get the tripping. So they gonna pass that energy out, bro. Yeah. And look, and even when I say energy, even when I say energy, they gonna pass that spirit off. I, I get on the phone with some people, man. I'm like, all right, bro, I got it. Right. For real, I did not sign. I did not call you for this, bro. Hey, bro, come on, bro. This, man, I guess the seat gonna come out on your head next, bro. Like, bro, nah, man, I get it. We going through some things, bro. But look, let's magnify the word of God. Say, this is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. But, bro, even regardless as to what it looks like, you need to find something. To be happy about. That, that, that's only me. When I, when I, Some people are just, I just be listening to something I'm like, okay. Bro, that's <laughs> how you really I think. I can't aggravate because that's really what it is. Like everything is just. Negative. Negative. It's crazy because it's like, bro, you have to find something. Ain't nobody ever had to find a reason to get excited. No <laughs> Sometimes you gotta find a reason to get excited. Yeah, God is good, but every day. And see, that's what that's what people don't understand. With me, just my prayers alone. When I see something that my son has done, I get excited, and they probably don't know why I'm getting excited or why. I'm, yes, yeah. and then that. That alone mm -hmm. is exciting yeah. because you don't know. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, with anybody, if anybody is doing something that that, that is right and is of God, mm -hmm. I'm excited because when you're excited for somebody else, yeah. he right. make it happen for you. Yours is coming. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we got we got fear. We got worry. We got patience. I'm going to redirect y'all to show y'all how to really conquer all of it. You had another one say? She did, but she don't want to say no more. <laughs> All right, we're going to have a boy too next week, man. <laughs> this is how, Drake, what you got, man? What hinders you? What stops you from being great? Living your best life. My guy. I want to say certain people. Certain people. The company you keep. The company you keep. Bad company corrupts good character. Is it the parents? Huh? Who parents? <laughs> not his. I mean, I mean, it could be a friend, you know, you want to say, you might want to go to church. Your friend might not want to go. You might want to stay with your friend and not, you know. And not saying that they, they bad people. They just. Negative people. They're not negative. they just probably not where he's at in, in their walk. 
So no, nah, seriously, man. So you say certain people, certain people. But how does certain people, you know what I'm saying, if they're hindering you? Because you got that's a that's an easy fix. That's an easy thing, right? So, but I mean, is it people that you can't remove yourself from? What's up, man? Talk to us, bro. Females. Oh. I he hit the rock on you, boy. Well, these little fellas so hard that they brother had now, boy. I keep telling these little dudes, man, you going to run across that little girl? She going to be your two-bit piece of change. And she going to rip your whole heart out. Telling you, man. In situations, boy, boys come to work heartbroken, boy, and they don't have time for no jokes. <laughs> they don't want to talk at all about no relationship. They don't even work it by themselves. <laughs> well, seriously, though, man. Come on, man. Okay, look, let me see. Amen. I don't like them either. It's like, it's like. Come tell me about something. You always this, 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 or I do this, or some, some, this, this, that. It's like you complain a lot, and I wouldn't say it make you mad, but it's like you complaining over something that ain't even worth complaining for. Man, it's like they when they complain, it be like it be like everybody go through stuff. Facts. So it's either you gonna. You're going to use that to take you where you want to go, or you're going to use it as a excuse. Man, what type of boy sitting back there on wealth and knowledge? Where you get that from? He <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> said it fast. <laughs> Just keep encouraging myself. <laughs> Not to complain. His mama. Amen. Amen. That's your favorite, man. Amen. That's cool. <laughs> I got feelings too. It's cool though. But yeah, so it's certain people, man. Brother had not it's certain people, bro. Did you share with us? Come on, man. What you got? What you got? Actually, I like what little bro saying. Come on, because you know, in my house, my house, I deal with things that are discussed. And the thing about it is, is that when you are trying to Every morning, me and you got the problem yesterday. You like, what time I get off the couch? You know, I get up pretty early in the morning, it's mm-hmm. 5 30, and they you know, I'm on business and all that kind of stuff, and I do it again. If it's not going to happen that day, if nothing happens that day, then I still stay in the peace mode because I understand that everything is in order and it's run by God. Right, right. Nothing happens without his permission. That's me. Amen. I'm good with that. I understand the bills going to come, I understand the house needs work, I understand the cars need maintenance. This means that I understand. My daughter needs this. I understand that. This is just me. You know what I mean? So what I do is in the morning, when I get up in the morning, it's very important because in order for me to function, if I do not have my time, my own time, then I ain't going to be useful for nobody. Come on, man. You know what I mean? For real, I ain't going to be useful for nobody. Wife, she gets up. She'll voice the things, you know what I mean, that we're looking at. I can be looking at it, and she'll voice it out, you know what I mean, real, real quick. You know, and that's where the worries and all that, you know what I mean, aggravation all that that's my wife put it in the atmosphere you know so it's already in the atmosphere mm-hmm. if i don't have my 
my time. Now, I mean, if I don't have my alone time, and I wrote my things down. I did it spiritual, personal, financial. I understand. Man. I mean, I wrote all that. And there's more I can put with pride, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But the thing about it is, is I have to give God his time. You know what I mean? And it all starts with him. You know what I mean? Man, and that's, everybody, everybody's that's not going to be on the same level as you. You know what I mean? For real. Sometimes you have to deal with people on the levels of where they're at. You know what I mean? So the reason why I keep coming, the reason why I keep giving that time, because I understand that by the end of the day, or throughout the day, I'm going to have to admit it to somebody. I'm going to have to talk to somebody because I deal with people just about on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Daughter come ask me questions. I have to be a parent, figure out when I have to be a coach, figure out when I have to be a mentor, figure out when I have to do this, that, and everything else because it's just more than just one title. Mm-hmm. It's just another thing mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if I'm not productive for myself, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. then I can't be, be, be productive for my family in those areas where it's needed. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, the enemy has to do what it has to do. Why? Because that's what helps to sharpen you if you're still practicing on the things that you are doing. Now, the moment you come out of that practice and like a river, everybody been through one of them rivers, you know, been fishing or whatever, you know what I mean? Kind of like the tide, kind of like pulling you in a little bit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because, you know, you, you made that one false little step move, whatever, wasn't trying to move, but it is taking in, you know what I mean? That's right. how different things, if you don't watch it, if you don't have yourself rooted, if you're not grounded, then what ends up happening, then you will end up going into the spirit of word, spirit being impatient, spirit of doing this, spirit of doing that, mm. spirit of doing this. Come so on, now man. you find yourself going backwards. Come on. I mean, you know, when you're supposed to be trying to go forward. You That's understand it. what I'm saying? And with me, and it's not just me, because I have a family. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's, when I say it's, it, it, it's not about me, but it begins with me, and it ends with me, I get up in the morning, I'm the first one up, last one to go to sleep. Bow. Even the dogs go to sleep before I sleep. You know what I mean? For real. Because I understand it, it starts with me and ends with me, and what I do affects the whole house. Right. You know what I mean? It affects the whole house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I give in to... This right here. If I give into that right there, if I give into this, then my whole whole is gone. You know what I mean? For yeah. real, it's gone. So now I have to understand. Okay, which fight <coughs> am I supposed to fight? Which fight? What? But what I do is I just give it all to God. God, yeah, you already know. You already see what I'm going through. Hey, this, I'm just gonna wait to see what you want me to do. You know what I mean? For real. So God, sit. I find myself sitting still, and then what comes? I understand that's what he's allowing me to deal with at that time. And usually one thing usually opens the doors for like three more things, you know what I mean, to get clear. You know what I'm saying? My yeah, yeah, it makes it makes first. Yeah. So, you know, and and, and and it's beautiful though when you have a circle connect, yeah, people don't complain. That's what they that's what they do. You know what I mean? Straight up. You didn't even complain a couple times. But understand the things that you can handle, understand the things that you can't. You know what I mean? For real. Look. If it got to be dealt with, just go on there. I'm going to be mad because I got to do it. I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to set the rules after I finish doing it to make sure we ain't got to go through this no more. You know what I mean? Straight up. Setting the atmosphere. That's real talk. That's real talk. And even on that note, because that note actually on, that's Proverbs 3 and on 3 and 5. I was about to say that. But the word God said, look, bro, just acknowledge me in all your ways. Proverbs 3 and 5. Because you didn't gave it to me. Acknowledge me in all your ways. And this is the best part of the day to spend time with the Lord is in the morning hours. 
before the day gets started. So if you got to sacrifice an hour of sleep or whatever, you know, if you want to sacrifice that hour of sleep just to sit in his presence, or if you want to sacrifice an hour of sleep just to read your word, or if you want to sacrifice an hour of sleep uh, just to pray, you know, the sacrifice is what counts. The sacrifice is what counts. Proverbs 3 and 5. And so on that note, on that note, man, this is another way for us to begin to kill all of the things that hinders us. You have to begin to beeline your attention. Beeline your attention from people that, that's negative, bro. Look, bro, man, Dre, why you don't come around no more, bro? That's your opportunity to aim out. When they, when they say, bro, man, why, why you ain't been pulling up like, like you was, bro? Because, bro, you negative, bro. You know what I'm saying? Well, what you mean, bro? I'm like, bro, everything you saying, bro, that contradicts everything that we trying, we trying to do, bro. How you going to tell me, man, we going to get a bag and then you talking about, man, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, nah, bro, you know what I'm saying? Why, say, why you stop Why you stop calling so much? Because, man, on the cool, bro, you, you produce a spirit of worry in me. You see what I'm saying? You get to talking about how everything going wrong, and here I am trying to overcome my thoughts about stuff going wrong, and that's all you want to talk about. So look here, bro. I literally be on the phone with some people, man, and I have to hurry up and get off because I'm like, bro. And then the crazy part about it, they get to tell you now, what he all that scripture stuff. <laughs> well, brother, you don't want to talk to me. That's when you tell them the truth. You don't want to talk to me. Because I'm not just throwing scripture at you. I'm throwing at you what I live and what helps me conquer my day. So this is what I want to leave with you guys as we get ready to close. Matthew 6 and 33. Matthew 6 and 33. And we we done. We simply talking this evening, y'all, about things that hinders us. Hinders us. So we got fear. We got worry. Because all of these things are active elements in a daily life. Amen? But it's your choice whether or not you're going to allow these elements to consume you and cause you to be paralyzed. I mean, anybody ever had so much fear they was paralyzed? Ain't nobody ever had a big old bad dog run up on them and, and you just couldn't move? You ain't never been in a situation where you, you, you just couldn't move. Man, I did one of the stupidest things in my life. This was before I got saved. Man, I went to one of them old hundred houses. Well, I was almost in there fighting, bro. For real. I'm like, anything jump out this wall is going down. <laughs> Man, I, I put my light out of my pocket and everything. Boy, I was burning down. For real. And here I am. I go to these people's stuff. I'm like, man, I don't need it. I, I never did do stuff like that, bro. I don't do that. I don't watch scary movies. ain't scary. I, bro, I'm just not going to, even I had no sense when I was in the world. Bro, that's not what I'm going to do. You feel me? I don't watch Freddy Krueger. I don't watch Jason. I can't tell you nothing about, I, I don't even think I've ever watched all of a Chucky movie, bro. Because that's just not my cup of tea, bro. I like comedy. I like to laugh. I like black comedy. I like to laugh. I like gangster movies. <laughs> Matthew 6 and 33, y'all got it? The word of God says this is, he says, but seek first, what? His kingdom. So when things, when worry begin to creep up, ask yourself, am I seeking the kingdom? 6 and 33. When, when worry begin to keep creep up, you got to ask yourself, am I seeking the kingdom? Because guess what, baby? Ain't no worry in here in the kingdom. Ain't no worry in the kingdom. Ain't no fear in the kingdom. Because I know that in the kingdom, it's everything that I need. It's just like walking up to a tree and, and needing a certain fruit off that tree. Can you imagine one tree having every piece of fruit that you desire? Seek ye first the what? 
the kingdom. So what's your assignment? Our assignment according to Genesis 1 and 28 is to produce, to multiply, and to manage, right? To subdue, right? So here in 6 and 33, the word of God said, seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. So now it's another assignment. My, I, my assignment to produce, multiply, and subdue ain't went nowhere. Now I have another thing added to my assignment. He says, seek first. When you are seeking, you are intentionally looking for something. When you lose your keys, you don't just go look for them. You seek them. You seek them. You seek them. Ain't nobody ever lost their keys before? Yeah. I say, Lord, leave me right I say the same thing. I say, Holy hey, Spirit, show me where these keys are. Oh, look. Straight up, they make you right there. Yeah. Like you were saying, we have to just sit down and meditate on what it, what it is that he's telling you to do for that day. Because, you know, we always want to put do X, Y, and Z, but then we put God in it. God, what you want what me you to want do today? Right. But when you get frustrated, you know what I mean, and you frustrate yourself, then something as simple as looking for your feet can be blown like a thousand to a million times out of proportion. Facts. Mad at the world. Crazy about it is that once you calm down, they right there. They right there, in front of your face the whole time. Y'all know what I find funny though? A person looking for their glasses is on top of their head. Don't mind me fixing them that out of They like that one. Seriously though, seriously. But as we close, this is what we begin to do to offset those attacks. Seek first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness, and everything that you need to conquer. Everything that you need. Does this make sense? Can anybody really see this in a in a in a in an active life? You know what I'm saying? On your job or at your business, on your at your company. You know what I'm saying? Look, bro, I'm gonna see God in this thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what to do in this moment, but I'm gonna see God. And then after you see him, you can't be double minded. Well, I don't know if that's God. Nah, bro, I'm off the porch now. I'm off the porch now, bro. Ain't what and Dre, this is where it come in at. If you didn't have enough faith to jump off the porch. And your partner's back there. They want to get off the porch too, but but they really scared. And you done got off the porch, and here they go, man, what's it like out there, bro? The only one way you're going to find out what it's like out here. But get this help. If you jump off the porch with me, we can help each other if we start going down. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And what? All of his righteousness. And what's going to happen? Everything else will be added to you. So in spiritual development, y'all, this is the piece that we are, this is what we are. You have to make sure that you are depositing this word into you. And when these attacks come against your mind, come against your heart, come against your, your body, when these attacks come, you have to remind yourself, this is what God says about me. This is, man, I had, oh my God, I had a good time I ain't lying to y'all. Well, I had so such, such a good time with the Lord. I didn't want to leave, man. For real. They go, I didn't know I had to put none of y'all out of here. Because <laughs> you know you had some stuff you had to get done today. I didn't want to leave, boy. Man, I don't know. I don't know if you experienced that yet, bro. But it's, it's a moment to where you enter in, and then it's like, man, you mess around and close your eyes, and you just enjoying before the throne, bro. And you open your eyes in your mind. It's like, man, it's like you keep counting your mind, but. It's like, it's only been like five minutes, but man, you wake up and you come back through, bro, it's been 30, 40 minutes you've been all up in there. Oh, man, this is, boy, I had a good time this morning, boy. 
And then, you know, some of them days you want to replicate some of them days, you know what I'm saying? But, man, sometimes you just got to go to God in a different way, a different note, amen? So I just want to encourage y'all as we close tonight, man. Look here, spiritual development is the key, sir. You got to keep making those deposits in you. And the more you begin to deposit that word in you, the more people are going to begin to withdraw from you. Y'all see what I'm saying? It's two types of withdrawals. They're going to get what they need because you're going to give them the word. And then it's going to be those who can't take the word. So they're going to withdraw or remove themselves from your presence. Does it make sense? Give them the word. Give them the encouragement. Give them the word. But in order to give them the word, my dad always say, son, you can't give them what you ain't got. You can't give what you don't have, right? You can't give what you don't have. So I just want to encourage y'all. Like, did this help anybody? Come on, did, seriously, did it help anybody? I mean, was it a reminder for at least somebody? Amen. Man, hey, it, it, it showed me one thing. It said, as long as you got yourself the book of all the answers. All the answers. Why you don't never just grab the you, answers? Straight up. And let me tell you, I like that. I promise we close it on that note, bro. I'm taking an open book test, right? And so I get smart. I say, well, since it's an open book, I'm just going to get the test. And whenever they ask the question, I'm just going to go find it in the board. That's the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> you got to put it in there first. See, this is why. See, sometimes, sometimes, look, sometimes, like, this is why I encourage people to really get your hard cut, hard Bible and get familiar with that Bible because sometimes you'll read some stuff and you might not remember what text it was, but you can remember what side of the page you read it on. You see what I'm saying? Get you some highlighters and color code your highlighters. And, you know, if you got a yellow highlighter, say, okay, everything that I mark in yellow is going to be a promise of God. Everything I mark in, 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 in green is going to be a curse. You feel me? Everything that I'm walking pink is going to be an encouraging scripture. You see what I'm saying? So you may not remember what, what chapter or what book you was in, but you remember what side of the page you was on. And then you, you gauge the book and you can remember, okay, I, I think I was at least halfway toward the book. On. And then it'll be easier to find, too. <clears throat> but now get this up. Then you're going to give the Holy Spirit an opportunity to do his job. Because if you're putting it in there, he said, I'll bring it all back unto your remembrance. Amen? Amen. Amen. Spiritual development, y'all. We have to make sure that we are continuously being developed. Well, how do I be developed? You got to show up. You got to show up. Because everything that's being deposited in you is going to have an opportunity to come out. To come out. How many of you know that everything we put in us comes out? Comes out. Amen? Amen. On that note, man, we're going to conclude on that note. While we on, while we on the live, amen, on... Anybody know that? Okay, uh, if you desire to give, I, I was, man, I was chastised about that, man, because, you know, giving is a sensitive topic to me, bro, and, you know, man, I don't, and I, I, I believe y'all know that it ain't about, it ain't about no money, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? It's about us handling this kingdom business, but I, I was rebuked because, man, you know, sometimes people have a desire to give, and, you know what I'm saying, they was telling me that I shortchange the people sometimes by not giving them, giving them that opportunity, if that makes sense, amen. So, but at that, at this point, you know, if you have a desire to give, you know what I'm saying, you can um, give via Cash App or Givelify, um, that's on Kingdom Life Central, 
kingdom dollar sign kingdom life center if you desire to give it's a k a yellow uh, not a yellow but a, a blue k with a circle around it if you desire to give amen a give the kingdom life center so i just wanted to make that announcement before we close it out amen i pray that you guys are blessed uh let's let's say a prayer right quick amen before we actually physically give amen father god in the name of jesus we thank you and we bless you we give you all of the glory, the honor, and the praise. Just thank you for this time together. Thank you for this development, oh God. Father God, we want to send up a prayer for all of those who are suffering with this COVID-19 thing. Father, those who are suffering with this Delta virus, oh God. We lift them up to you right now, oh God. Praying right now, oh God, that even before we say amen, that you will begin to renew and restore their strength, oh God. Those who are suffering from a, a, a lack of taste and smell, oh God. Let their senses come back to them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray right now, Father God, for those who are suffering from, from breathing um, treatments, oh God. Heal them, oh God, that they can begin to naturally breathe, oh God. Those who have fevers, oh God, cause those fevers to go down right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. Those who are worried, oh God, about their families, about their children, oh God, cause them to have a peace, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we're calling on you in this hour, oh God, for we know that this COVID thing is not greater than you, oh God, but we ask, oh God, that we will receive the lessons that we need to receive from what's going on in our atmosphere in this world, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I'm praying right now, oh God, for each and every child, oh God, that has a defiant spirit in them, oh God, a disrespectful spirit in them, oh God, a lying spirit in them, a manipulating spirit in them, oh God. I pray right now for these children, oh God, asking that you would arrange a meeting with your spirit for them, oh God. And Father God, for the parents, oh God, that's putting that out in the forefront, oh God, because they have to be getting that from somewhere, oh God. Whoever is feeding that spirit in them, oh God, I command that they stop right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray right now for peace in the homes, oh God. I pray for peace in the schools right now, oh God. Give us that inner peace, oh God. Show us how to seek your kingdom, oh God, and all of your righteousness, oh God, and then allow us to walk in the manifestation, oh God, of all things working together for our good, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray that your spirit will continuously to strengthen us that your spirit will continuously to renew us, oh God. That your spirit will continuously to stir up our appetite, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you and I bless you. I give you all of the glory and the honor and the praise. And it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.